0: Hello, and welcome to Shooting It, I'm Johnny Arm. And I'm Michael White. And welcome to episode two. Um, very funny thing, we just recorded episode one, and when we finished, um, my phone rang, and it was my girlfriend. But it was a really bad timing, because I really need to shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm on the phone to her, and I tell her, I need a poo, I need a poo, and she's like...
1: What a way to start a podcast.
0: <laughs> I know, well, you know, fuck it. And she just wouldn't go, and so I had to run to the toilet, and... She hears me straining, and she decides to carry on talking. Oh, no. I was like, oh, God, please go. So she went. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, because that was not pleasant. So, yeah. <laughs> We've oh, established that I've got a girlfriend. <laughs> who do. calls me in opportune moments. Um, That's a brilliant thing.
1: I don't have a girlfriend, so I don't have any awkward moments.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, normally if she calls me, and I say, right. Honey, I need a shit. She'd be like, oh, okay then, and go. But I don't think she believed me. <laughs> no. She was too busy going on, because so I was asking With her. Hey. To be fair;
1: it's quite a disgusting thing, you'd think that like, there's a human in the world who wouldn't do what you just did.
0: Well, I didn't intend to. I thought she'd have gone by the time I ran in there. But she didn't. She just carried on talking. I was like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to hang up on her. <laughs> you know, sweetie, I love you, but... That's pretty Disgusting. <laughs> So yeah, that, that was a that was a horrible horrible moment for me. But you know, our relationship is strong. I think we'll get through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah. So yeah, you'll probably hear in like the last podcast that there's like a bit of a gap. That's because we got a phone call from uh, a guy who works at the tavern that we. Frequently, I'm absolutely
1: Frequent. worried that these podcasts are going to turn us into sort of like complete alcoholics. Sort of it seems that our whole life is based around
0: trying to find the next drink. It really it's is not. It. It's not like that at all. We know where the next drink is coming from. It's coming from the tavern, <laughs> 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 or probably the bottles of cider or beer that are currently at our feet. Um, absolutely
1: convinced. Actually, there's a really interesting guy. There was a the report came out in the newspaper uh, last week. Uh, about how people who are in. I can't really think of the word to describe it. So, people in sort of heavy labour sort of jobs. Oh, yeah. Don't drink as much as sort of people in the public sector, said sort of like, you know, um, nurses and all of that. Big research was done into it. And uh, a guy on Twitter who I follow, who's a PR guy, he uh, said, actually, I've worked as a labourer and I've also worked in the public sector and I can absolutely clarify that people in the public sector drink far more than labourers do which is really odd actually because you'd kind of think that it was the other way around maybe
0: Oh, I was work- like
1: builders and everything
0: well that's why because I worked in a scaffolding company for about um, how long was it about nine months eight, nine months yeah um, you know raking in the money I'd worked there in like the summer and stuff before Um and I found that I was drinking a lot more when I was there. Because I had, like, more money. And It was, yeah. was, like, running down to the pub every night. Well, I guess if you've already got a job.
1: You know, if yeah. you didn't public sector get paid. Well, the ones who are lucky enough to sell jobs. Government.
0: Ooh, and we're getting topical tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like us. <laughs> yeah, this is something
1: interesting as well. The Liberal Democrats are now following me on Twitter. What exactly? Absolutely shocked. Okay. <laughs> no idea why they're following me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no idea. I know voc- locally we have the vote conservative, but you know, let's see what happens.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sir. And after all the dr- all, after all the alcohol that our local Lib Dem has bought. General
1: election, so I'm voting uh, Lib Dem.
0: Uh, well, don't blame me.
1: I I set up a. a a group on Facebook. It was
0: you who set it up? Yeah. I haven't looked at it
1: actually. I haven't looked at it since setting it up. I'm going to try to find it because. I think you've got about 20 members. I
0: looked on it earlier. No, more than that now. Really? Yeah. Ow, I just broke my arm. I'm going to try to find this. Uh, <laughs> she says she's going to call me back in a minute. I won't be answering it because I'm podcasting. Okay. I have um, priorities. <laughs> so, I'm um. Find this. Yeah, we were talking we were just talking outside, um about the pub. Oh gosh. Which yes. does come up in conversation quite a bit. Um and we were just saying like how like how like Ben, who just called Michael, you know, how like he doesn't treat us like a pair of customers. Like we are very much like friends in that place now. Like it's kinda of like cheers. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. I quite like that though. I think if you're going to live in an area, then you need to get to know the local people.
0: And we've certainly done that. And that's what we've done. We certainly have. Mostly over a few pints, but.
1: That's how you do it. Like the soaps. Oh, yeah. 48 members. 48? 48 members. Nice one. We're going to swing that for election, folks. There we go, one of my friends who's away at the moment says, Mike, you made this group nice one. <laughs> so if this is my general idea, if we go a little topical, is that, um, oh, I've dropped some foil on your floor. Oh,
0: well, um, I'll have to kick you out later then.
1: Yes, but my thought was, is that um, there's all this thing about how students could swing a general election if we all voted. And I'm thinking, well, we only could swing a general election if we all voted for the same party. Exactly. And Liberal Democrats are the only party that want to abolish tuition fees for first-time degrees. So I'm thinking, well, why don't we vote Lib Dem then? So I've started a Facebook group saying, well, let's try to swing this general election. Let's vote for the underdogs. Yeah. Ones who want to get rid of our tuition fees. Let's do that.
0: Yeah, well, that's for first-time degree-takers, right? Yeah. I'm still screwed. Yeah. I'm a second-time degree student. (laughs) (laughs) So if I voted Lib Dem... It ain't doing it for me.
1: No, but I think it kinda of has a wider issue that actually they care for students. They seem to yeah. take notice of them. Um oh, what was it? Uh the uh um Labour, they've got this new slogan now, a future fair for all. But It's grammatically incorrect. Yeah. Yeah, you heard that right, people.
0: <laughs> Labour can't write English
1: good. It should be a fair future for all. Yeah. Or which kind of changes the meaning slightly? It should be a fe- uh, a future, comma, fair for all, a mm, future, man. fair for all, not a future fair
0: for all. Do you is think they the really isn't... meant f- a future free for all? No, definitely not free. <laughs> <laughs> definitely no, I didn't not mean free. I didn't mean free for all. I meant free for all. This <laughs> is <laughs> in like a brawl. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, yeah. that's yeah. We start, we go topical, and then it, I, like, we just shit all over it. <laughs> Don't lie; it's true. Mm. You like are near the outset. So you need another one, mm-hmm. which I'll be opening because you can't seem to handle a bottle opener.
1: I can't. What a wacky podcast.
0: Oh yeah, we've got we've we've covered it all so far. Uh, pub. Topical. And my bowel woman. And moments. some
1: politics as well. Yeah. We've done that. What else are we missing out?
0: Um, Sex. <laughs> no. But we're not going to talk about that one. I'm going to save that one for when Sarah does one. Oh, no. Not like, you know, in-depth graphic details. you know. I, I don't want people knowing the uh, ins and outs, so to speak. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> That's a horrible, horrible thing to say. It is. You're it like is. one of those really embarrassing dads. <laughs>
0: Well... Put all the
1: ins and outs.
0: Well, you're up as my son on Facebook, so... That's true. <laughs> yeah, so if, if you don't know me, then, like, have a look at... Well, I probably won't add you if I don't know you on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Yeah, bloody on. Um, but um, on Facebook, I've randomly accumulated three children, <laughs> Michael being one of them. Um, and then there's Jess who is my one and only daughter, and then a kid from back in Lincoln, who I've known since like the day he was born, decided to add me as his father as well. So really? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, you've got a brother now. <laughs> I didn't even know this. Really? How well, often do you go on my profile? Not, not that often. often, then.
1: Not often. I don't do much on Facebook. No. I kind of pop up, say something,
0: disappear again. <laughs> you're, you're a Twitter whore, that's what you are. Yeah, exactly. I'm all over Twitter. So like, when I'm home, or when I'm here... um. I've always got, like, a window open. this closed at the moment. No, my window's always closed, unless it needs really airing out. Um, no, I mean a window on the computer um, of my internet. Yeah. And um, basically it's got two tabs always open, Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> uh, during the day at times I've got a third one open, which is my Yahoo Mail, because uh, uh, when Sarah's at work, we'll yeah. email each other. So I've got that one open a fair bit. Um,
1: one of my friends, uh, this is a little while ago now, this was, uh, 2000, 2001, um, he was, he was an older guy than me, yeah? he was about 20 when I, I must have been, no, it couldn't have been two so I'd be 10 there, no, it was much sooner than that. Christ, I keep forgetting how young you are. I am young. Oh No, it's 2005, so five years on from that, so 2005, I was 15, this guy must have been 18, 19, and, um... Messing at the church I went to at the time, and this guy was an absolute geek. And whenever he was on his computer, it always had one window always open, and it was a MIRC chat room. <laughs> have you heard of IRC chat rooms? They're sort of like they're kind of the, the, one of the first chat room things that came around. Yeah. It runs as a program, and he'd just leave that running in the background all the time. <sighs> and his uh, screen name was called the Resident Geek, and he'd Fair just enough. sit there the whole time. When he was out and everything he was Just leave running in the background So weird That's weird yeah. Now I think back on it now Because I remember thinking Yeah I want to be like you It's that <laughs> not why I thought that Oh sir I love that The old days Forums oh, Big forum used to MSN chat Yeah MSN chat uh, I, I, People still call it
0: MSN It's no longer MSN It's Windows Messenger it, Oh no no I'm, I'm talking about the Apple, uh, Actual chat rooms on MSN Really Yeah I used to frequent them all the time. I was always on them. (laughs) Um, I I went through a varying amount of nicknames as well. At one point, I was called the... um, The Wandering Sheep. Wandering Sheep? Yeah. Why? Um, My friend, Kip, who he used to go on them as well, um, I used to call him Little Fish because he was a really small guy. He kind of like... He was very Harry Potter-esque. He looked just like Harry Potter. He even had a scar across his head. And... um, his name was Kip, and of course, Kip, short of, uh, so called him Kipper. Kipper is a fish. Yeah. And he was a small guy, so I called him Little Fish, but I never used to say it in English. I always called him Le Petit Poisson. <laughs> That's yeah. quite sleek. Ah, oui, oui. Um, <laughs> I do know a little bit of French. bien um, Ah, oh, merci. And, um, yeah, you like, okay, I'm an animal. What are you? What animal are you? And I was, at one point, I was something to do with a hippo. I was a hippo at one point. Uh, but then I changed it to the wandering sheep because um, when I was in like during the lunch breaks and stuff at school, mm. like I wouldn't just sit around anywhere like me and my mates. like There's about four or five of us and we would just go like walking around the school, just like wandering around um, really because I was restless and I hated <laughs> sitting around anywhere for too long. So we would go for a walk uh, and that's pretty much where it came from. I don't know where the hell shoot came from. Is that
1: what you'd be... If you were an animal, would you be a hippo, then? No. What would you be? I
0: don't know. I'd like to be a dinosaur.
1: A dinosaur. But what would sum up your personality as an animal?
0: My personality? Well, I'm fat and I'm late. A sloth. A sloth? (laughs) I'd be a sloth. What about about you? I think you'd be an owl. Maybe. Because you're wise.
1: No, I'd probably be a cat. No. True. I can imagine being a
0: cat. You're not very. You wouldn't be a house cat because you're never at your house. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So yeah, I think cat works She's like you're never. You're hardly at the house, are you?
1: No, I'm curious as well. Yeah. So cats are curious.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's my phone going. I'll call it back later.
1: Double (laughs) answer for you.
0: No. We've we've still got ten minutes. (laughs) So um. So yeah, we were saying that we were going to like kind of have a brief chat, a bit of a chat about the tavern, yeah, and how like we feel very welcome there,
1: yeah. And it's like you're vibrating again. I
0: really am. She ain't stopping. Um. <laughs> so yeah, like the pub. Um. I mean, like we went there about a week after we moved in. Right, well, about a week after we started uni.
1: Yeah, because we went to the student union. Oh no, bar. we felt,
0: we went there earlier on the day. Um we went on went in the afternoon. I think I turned around and was like, oh yeah, that pub down the road from my house looks quite nice. I'm so Let's we have a go. To, we
1: went to, oh yeah no we did. We went in no, the we afternoon, did, yes. it was like me,
0: you Jess, and the Buckles. Yeah. And um we were sat there, we got a point pint and and then randomly started playing Jenga. That was fun. That was really fun. And then Something to do as well. It was good and we needed something to do we were bored. Yeah. But then that night everyone we were all going off to the SU on our campus. Mm-hmm. Um, me and you, was, we were there, and, like, we bumped into one of the freshers we met, like, the first night. Uh-huh. Um. Natasha. Natasha, yes. I haven't seen her since.
1: I've seen her now and again.
0: I never see her. I never stay around Pitbull too long. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were at the SU, and we were like, oh, God, this is shite. I think it we was just... really boring. I just remember,
1: I remember standing outside smoking, and then you put your bottle where the window is for the toilet and one of the I think it was a girl's toilet and one of the girls opened the window and spilled your drink yeah and he shouted and they were like really nice back and you're like oh sorry <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> you got quite angry and you realise actually it was just a mistake yeah, yeah. but yeah I think we just, I remember just being there it was re, it was quite it was quite busy but also it was just seemed a bit dull it wasn't really all that much going on it seemed nah. a bit sameish.
0: and I turned around to you and I said, "Right, well, I think the tavern's <laughs> open <laughs> till about midnight. Shall we meet? Shall we go down?" It was really like kind of like Let, let's go to the fucking pub. Let's get the fuck out of here. Kind of, um, kind of thing that we did, and like.
1: But plus the other thing I like is the the drinks because you can't wait. You could. You sort of technically can buy ale.
0: Many places. Al-
1: I, but their ale isn't very good at the ca- on campus, but, you know, the pub has got
0: much better drinks. So I remember that that night as well. We got in, and that big table by the window was open, was um, free, and we sat there. We both got a pint each, and then Ben comes over and yep. pl- puts down these shots in front of us. He's like, right, there you go, on the house. And we're like, sweet. And that was the first time you ever have a Tambuka. Yep. And then,
1: to be fair, I... I'd, I'd- I can drink quite a few of those actually. It's weird, really, really weird. Sort of handling your drinks differently.
0: Well, because yeah, 'cause we've got a lot of practice now. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I don't. I don't get drink to get drunk.
0: I don't. It's I just
1: really drink. weird. You just you drink because it's kind of pleasurable. It's sociable, but then and to be fair, it's not always sociable. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a different sort of culture. I think going to the pub is not the same. As going to a club
0: or a bar in general.
1: Yeah.
0: The pub, the pub, I, I, I like it there because, like, um, well, over the time, like, it's been how long have we been there now since like, September. Yeah. Going there like quite a lot since September, and like we've now.
1: God, the amount of money that
0: place must have <sighs> had off us. God, I don't want to think about it. Um, and, no, like we've we've become really good friends with like all the bar staff. Uh, we've gotten to know some of the regulars there. And this is something that you don't know. I don't know if I told you. I mean, I no. told, I texted you when, we, um... So, like, Michael was away last week, and, of course, last week it was Pancake Day, and I went in on Pancake Day, and the pub was closed, or they were about to close. And the landlady, Nikki, she just co- co- turns around to me and says, oh, do you want a pancake? I'm like, yeah. It was about to close? It, yeah, they were about to, like, close up for the night. She says, oh, do you want a pancake? And I'm like, yeah. So I had a pancake there. And then the next night, um... I was sat at the bar with Nicky and Ben walks in with a t- Chinese takeaway for the two of them. Yeah. And I'm sat there, and I'm like, I've just eaten, but you know when someone's someone's got a Chinese. Yeah. And you're just like you you're like, he oh. you like. You smell it. You smell it, and you're just like, oh god, I want one. <laughs> um. And then he oh, do you want to try it? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And she just like gets her fork, puts a load of these noodles on, and just says, there you go. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So yeah, I mean, like that's how close we are to the people at the pub, like. They give me their food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, in return, you do give them your money. I give them a lot of money. They're really kind. They
0: are. Especially when, like, I haven't got any money and they do me a tap. Yeah.
1: And they're generous as well. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Very generous.
0: I mean, how many times have we been sat in there and they've closed and they've just still served us?
1: Well, I know, plus how many drinks have I got off them for nothing. True. Which is quite a few. I mean, not all of them. Some Sometimes people buy you drinks. Yeah. Enjoy talking to you, and if they buy you a drink, then they kind of—you
0: kind of do. You have to them. sit there longer with them. Um, I mean, you had that great night with the old ladies who were buying you drinks. All yes,
1: time. that was an interesting evening. I also had a very interesting evening with a guy who invited me back to his private gentleman's club. But it's—it's it's really interesting when you sit and talk with people. <laughs> they really open up about themselves. You know, people share this, even medical conditions. Mm. One of the guys I was speaking to revealed that he had lung cancer. Jesus. Unbelievable. And he, you know, other people that sort of, oh, I've got serious heart disease (laughs) and stuff. I mean, people, I mean, when when you start opening up about your ailments (laughs) to other people, they, you know, it's quite a big thing.
0: It is, yeah. I mean, when, uh, last semester, we were doing documentaries and I did a nine-minute documentary called Laundrette. I was a producer on it and I... I'd go on set, I'd go to Laundrette where we were filming. It was basically like we were sat in a Laundrette and we were just asking people really, like, deep questions. And, like, people would really open up to us. Mm. Even though they had a camera in their face and it was, like, obvious what we were doing. They sat there and they opened up to us and we had, like, a couple of guys, two or three guys, you know, during the interviews would cry. Because, like, they were just talking about all this deep personal stuff. And it's weird because, actually not a lot of people
1: have the opportunity to do that. No. It's almost a dream. I think some people really like opening up when they've got the opportunity to open up. Oh somebody. yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've i done that on occasion. Like, you just sit there talking to someone and like, mm. they kind of ask you about yourself and you just, you do, you just, you go right into it. And I think it's weird and like, you kind of sit there like, say like, you sat there like, you leave or they leave. You sit there kind of thinking what the f- did I tell them that for?
1: It's really weird, but you still sit there as a two human beings trying to make sense of
0: the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite Which cheap. We, we yeah, we, we, we've we gone really deep tonight <laughs> for this one. Jesus Christ, you know. I know. Ne- ne- next time we'd do like lots of dick and fart jokes. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, we went from shit.
1: <laughs> it did actually. We it's...
0: started with shit, and now we're like, you know, people just want
1: to open up. <laughs> they do. It's true though, I mean there's like, a real need, I, and that's why pubs are brilliant places because it, part perhaps part of it is the alcohol, perhaps the alcohol not you know, I think it's this whole thing of people drink that they get drunk. People drink they sort of
0: open they, up. They, they, they open up, yeah. It loosens inhibition so they feel like they can talk about stuff a lot more.
1: But then and then actually it progressively usually gets to the point where people are you know, <laughs> get to know you anyway without the drink. You yeah. Can meet people and they're not drinking and they can still be as open. It's uh it's really good. Mm. I enjoy it. I wouldn't, you know i i've I've kind of warmed the pubs even more now. I think wherever university I'm, you know, if I visit new places and stuff, oh, I have yeah. to be somewhere. I'd pick a pub. Oh God, yeah. I'd make sure I'd sit at the bar and meet with people.
0: Yeah, I mean, like even when I'm back in Lincoln, there's like a pub that I go to because like, I know, a few, like, a fair few of my friends go there. Yeah, you know, and like. You sit. I was sitting there and I was like, you know, this is like, I mean, like the tavern, it, it's, it's got a kind of old pub kind of feel.
1: Yeah.
0: In this place. So I don't like these new pubs. Like, they take a nice looking old pub and then they completely gut it and make yeah. it like a kind of a bit more of a bar kind of thing. I don't like that. Like, I like a good old timey pub. I like that. I mean, like that one that we went to with Paul. Mm. Um, can't remember the name of it. But that was really kind of old dingy pub as well. Mm-hmm. Which you know that's the kind of thing you look for for a, in a place. Which I mean, like there was with my mates back in Lincoln, like there was like we went to two pubs. Um, like we went to one, and then they did a refurb, and became very much of a bar, and we moved over to the pub that was next door, and then they did a refurb, turned into a bit of a bar, and we were just like, oh, fuck it, and we just ended up going to different mm. pubs, and like it took us a while for us to like kind of find a pub that we were comfortable with and settled there.
1: I loved it when when I'm back home in Cheam in Cheam Village there's a pub called The Red Lion and during the winter when there's snowing and everything yeah. um, they have a fire on oh. the pub but a big fire it's quite a big oh, fire nice. so you know you heard this when the smoking ban came in pub stopped thinking of cigarettes but instead smelled of BO when yeah. you've got a fire going it's oh. a really nice smell sort of rich fiery
0: Burning wood. <laughs>
1: mm, burning wood sort of smell. Oh, yes. And with the snow falling outside, it kind of fulfills everything. So, it's sit- a very Christmassy kind of it It's is. like a
0: Christmas card kind of picture. Absolutely isn't it? beautiful. With alcohol.
1: Exactly. So sit there at the table next to the fire with your ale, looking out the window at the snow. It's the most calming thing. That's in the actually world.
0: made me feel really kind of like, ah. Huh? It is. It's really, really nice. It is a nice thought. Mm. Well, um,. Shit, we've actually come up to twenty-five minutes pretty much now. That, was quick. that really was quick. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you, go Michael. Yes, thank you very much. And we'll See... we be seeing you next time. Yeah, probably. Cool. So uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Johnny on. Michael White, and uh, we're shooting it.